Rob steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay in oh, the Oh, my God. the deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Brutal. David Guthrie is right there. Didn't have the guts to call it. Also, go and Malloy. The Twins are going to win the World Series. Now fires into the end zone. Come on. Edwards on the attack, and Ants can fly. Afternoon and welcome to Canterbury Park. Just kidding. This is the Bold Nor Sports Podcast. On Wednesday night at Target Center, there was a big game. The Lakers, the Wolves smoked the Lakers. But in the fourth quarter, LeBron James is yelling at Patrick Beverly to pass to Cat so he could pad his stats. Who's saying this? It's LeBron James. LeBron James is the one that's been padding his stats all year long when they've been losing by double digits every game for the last freaking I don't know. They've lost 11 straight road games, but LeBron's been putting up numbers because he's trying to pad his stats so he can pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Chuck, thank you for coming on and good afternoon. How, what are your thoughts on this? Well, to be honest, I mean, I think, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, right, when you're dealing with LeBron, you know, it's, uh, people are going to talk about it. People are saying that Cat is in no place to, uh, to talk any trash at all to LeBron. But like you said, uh, you think LeBron was the one that started it, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know who started it. It doesn't really matter who started it, but people are saying that Cat's not allowed to talk back to LeBron. Why not? Is LeBron just supposed to talk shit and then Cat just sit there and do nothing? No. Everyone, everyone the complains. Wolves are up that, by 20. Everyone complains that Cat's too soft and that the league is getting too soft. And then we finally get some genuine trash talk and now everyone's complaining saying it's a classless act Stephen A. Smith quote unquote I don't know how I feel about that um I think Kat I think it was fine I think people are blowing it out of proportion and I don't think that people are used to the Timberwolves like doing this and so maybe that's why it's uh catching people off guard but I I think it's fine I'm I'm really not uh upset about it or anything I mean, Russell Westbrook has been rocking the baby for years. He goes and uh, says, I don't know if he tweeted it, said in a post-game press conference uh, a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, that Pat Beverly doesn't do anything on the court. He just, he puts on a show. He tri- He's, quote, tricking y'all. Uh, and he basically is just a phony on the court and his defense isn't anything. Well, who shut down Russell Westbrook? Actually, Pat Bev purposely, season, he but, purposely... Yeah. Let Russell Westbrook get wide open shots. Russell is awful. I mean, he's airballing wide open threes. Cat's looking up at the ceiling, seeing if there's like the door is open. Maybe there's some wind in target center. Pat Beverly's throwing the ball up as if he's like scared. I mean, it's comical. It's fantastic. The Lakers deserve this and the Wolves deserve this. The Wolves deserve to be enjoying winning. And this culture that Pat Bev has brought in, the Wolves don't back down from anybody and it's fantastic. 
I think one of the things people are upset about, you know, we were talking about this last night is uh, that cat hasn't had enough. Uh, you know, he doesn't have um, enough accolades right in the past seven years or, you know, his career to be talking trash to guys like LeBron. But the way I see it is that it's a heat of the moment thing. It's entertaining. Uh, it, it's, it's just, you know, genuine trash talk. I mean, it's, it's just entertainment. Right. And so I think it's about now. I don't care what you did in the past. I think it's about right now. It's about the game that they're in. It's not about the fact that LeBron has four rings and Cat has zero. And, you know, it's because that's what people are trying to say is like, you should respect one another. Well, what if LeBron says something to you? You know, what if uh, like Russell does the rock by baby thing and then you dunk on him? Like, are you not allowed to, uh, to do anything? So I don't I know. I think the whole thing's kind of ridiculous. It's all corrupt. Uh, everybody that's saying that the Wolves are classless should be ashamed of themselves because the Lakers have been doing this for years. Russell Westbrook's been doing this for years. LeBron's been doing this for years. And so give the young guys a moment. Give Cat his chance to do what he has been given to done to him. Let him do that to them. It's like what he deserves it. It's like Delos tattoo, right? The time is now it, you know, it's not really when it comes to like trash talk in the NBA, it's not really about what you've done in the past. It's about right now, you know? And that's why if like a rookie, like call, like say Ant for example, if you dunk on someone, like if you were to dunk on, I don't know, LeBron or Jokic or Embiid or something, you're allowed, you're allowed to like have, have a little talk after that. You're allowed to like flex. Yeah, I don't oh, care who you are. Oh, you're, you've only been in the league for six months. You can't do that. I don't care. It could be Jake Lehman dunking on LeBron. Do whatever you Jake want. Jake Lehman, yeah, I I agree. And if LeBron dunks on Jake Lehman, he can do whatever he wants. It's fair game when you're on the court in the heat of the moment playing basketball. Kobe used and to so, call it – Kobe used to call uh, like the – like basketball like, – <laughs> I'm trying to find the words for this. He, he used to call like uh, live NBA games, like just like the jungle, you know, and it's just wild and people become arrogant and you become a completely different person. Right. During, cause it's just such in the heat of the moment. And I think we saw that uh, two nights ago. So also props to cat uh, the 60 McNuggets. I don't think we mentioned that yet. So, Cat's been hot. All right, uh, Chuck, I know you had a few things you wanted to talk about, and I'm trying to get tell you to uh, say that stuff, but, you know, you're just not doing it. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, I guess at this point, um, I've heard that Russell Westbrook and the Lakers have both mutually agreed that they're going to find a new home for him this summer. How do you think that's going to happen? And do you think that's a legit thing? Yeah. I mean, well, either he retires or he goes to another team. There's zero chance he's back on the Lakers. Uh, some team will be stupid enough to take his contract and his play from this year. I mean, that's just how the NBA works. The players like Russell Westbrook, I mean, he has talent. Like, he's not he, – he can switch his game up and still be a decent player. He's just in the, a horrible position right now with L.A., He'll be uh, rocking the baby somewhere else next year. What team do you think will be dumb enough to do that? Do you think it's going to be a team like the Rockets or? It could be, 
I, that, I have no bottom, idea. Bottom five team. Probably, yeah. I don't. There's think not, there's not going to be a legit contender that's like, we're gonna we're gonna pick up this contract. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, so I guess that segues into what do you think about LeBron's future? Because I talked about this last night. Um, is LeBron ever going to win a ring again? And is he just is he going to? Re- there's a couple things. Is he going to retire after he uh, passes Kareem in points? Uh, is he going to try to play with Bronny? But is Bronny even good enough for the NBA? I think he'll uh, get. I think Bronny will get in the league, and uh, I think LeBron will play with Bronny for a year and then retire. LeBron will never win another title uh, unless he's in the perfect situation. But I don't see that being in LA. I don't know where he could go. Um, maybe if Bronny's drafted to a bottom feeder or a uh, bottom bottom of like the first round, where I don't even know where Bronny's getting drafted. Uh, and then LeBron goes there. Maybe the team's already established. Maybe he could do something there, but it's never going to be in LA. Do you think uh, next season? So, do you think this offseason will be very active for the Lakers? Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Anthony Davis. He'll probably be back. LeBron will be, they'll be back next year. I just, they're not going to be that good, but they have so many old people on their team i mean looking at the court dwight howard is like a. I mean you gotta ask bag yourself, of bricks out there they might have to have an active offseason because what if half their team is eligible for retirement yeah it could be i didn't say they couldn't they wouldn't do that i just don't know about anthony davis and lebron i think they'll be back but around them who knows austin reeves he'll probably be back malik monk he'll probably be back Taylor Horton Tucker probably, but like guys like Wayne Ellington, these guys that are getting minutes that are just 90 years old. I don't know what, whose idea was to have Dwight Howard as your starting center when AD's out. Like that guy is so broken. He can't even run anymore. It's worse than Danny Green. And Danny Green is running on one leg nowadays. So it's brutal. Um, the Lakers are not in a great position for the future. I will say that. So the Lakers probably out this season, even if they were, which it looks like they will make the play-in tournament. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to do much damage unless AD is back and they are able to somehow get a few games together. I don't think the Lakers are going to make the play-in. You don't think they're going to make the play-in? You think the Spurs? Spurs. Yeah, look at the upcoming schedule for the Lakers. Wow, that is... They got at Toronto... At Washington, that's their easiest game in the stretch. And then they got at Cleveland, home against the Sixers, at New Orleans, at Dallas, at Utah. They I, they might lose every game. I mean, they're awful. The it's only game bad. they could maybe win is at Washington. Yeah. But they can't win a road game. So what are they going to do? And then this, but the Spurs, they're only two and a half up on the Spurs. The, the Lakers are going to miss the play-in with LeBron James. It's slowly getting worse and worse. Lost oh, the last I love three. it. I love it. Eight of the last ten they've lost. So with the Lakers, uh, pretty much uh, everyone, including I think them, uh, are out of it. I don't know how Frank Vogel isn't fired. Now, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's whoever the general manager is. I should know who that is. Uh, Rob Palinka, But... I mean, something has to change. I mean, the way they're playing, they're not even trying half the time. LeBron's standing on the other side of the court. 
Uh, I mean, they're just 1v1 ISOs. It's brutal to watch. If you don't haven't seen them in person, it's worse than watching <laughs> them on TV. I will tell you. It's not pretty. So with the Lakers out of it, um, do you have anything uh, in the Western Conference, any teams as of late that are getting your attention? Uh, the Jazz for struggling. Um, Warriors losing Steph Curry will be interesting. I think they're going to pretty much probably guarantee themselves the three seed. Memphis is going to be the two seed, which makes it an interesting place yeah, for the know. Wolves because that'd be 7-2. The Wolves, Grizzlies, that's what I want. Um, I think the Wolves, uh, yeah, I don't know. Besides, there's not that many storylines. I mean, the Nuggets are playing great. Mavs are playing great. Suns are the Suns. But besides the Warriors losing Steph and the Jazz been, have been struggling, I don't know what other storylines there are in the West. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors finish the season. I know Curry's out indefinitely. Does that, yep. what does that mean exactly? Yep. That's basically he'll be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. Okay. So, so I guess it's just at ETA at this point, or uh, TBA, I should say. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, the much, in my opinion, the much more interesting conference, the Eastern Conference, what are you thinking there? Well, the Celtics are, I wouldn't say the best team in the league in the last month, but very close to. Um, the Heat, I, I mean, it's just so jumbled. They're not the best team in the East, but they're the number one seed. I think the Bucks are probably the best team. Wolves have them tomorrow. Uh, that should be very fun to go to. Brooklyn, eight seed, goofy. But it's... What happens if uh, Brooklyn plays Toronto in the play-in and it's in Toronto and Kyrie can't play because he can't, he can't play in Toronto. That is loose. Then they go, well, then they probably can't they pay the 50 K fine and he can no, not in Toronto, but in Brooklyn. I think so. What a weird situation. There's never been a situation like this for a team. Whoever has to play Brooklyn in the first round, that stinks for you. Buckle but, up. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chicago, I they are three and seven in their last 10. They're, they're, they're cooling off at the worst time. Yeah, they were peaking. Uh, Cleveland's four and six in the last 10. Another well, team they, that's did cooled they just off. lose Jared Allen too? Yeah, they did actually. Um, so the top four, I think the most interesting teams – are Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, Miami, and Brooklyn. Those are the five teams that I think could win the East. If I had to pick right now, I'd pick the Bucks. The Sixers probably have the highest. Now the Nets have the highest ceiling. That's if Kyrie can play every game. Sixers have the second highest ceiling, in my opinion, with the duo of Joel and James Harden. The playoffs will be interesting to watch to see if James Harden continues to be a guy that struggles in the playoffs. And then you got Milwaukee and Miami, and I like Milwaukee a lot. I don't know. A lot of teams in the East. The I don't West know how I feel about Miami. But... I feel like they're a regular season team. Um, I know they're right around 500 when it comes to playing teams this season that are above 500. So yeah. not a pretty look. But Jimmy Butler takes every other game off. General Soreness, I mean, sat out against the Wolves. He – plays basically every other game nowadays, which is, I guess, smart. 
but he's the one that says, yeah, I, I don't even want to go into Jimmy Butler. I hate that guy. But they are just deep. The Heat are deep. I mean, having Tyler Hero come off the bench, he's maybe this best sixth man in the last decade, putting up numbers that he's putting up. Yeah. P.J. Tucker, you can put him on your the other guy's best, other team's best player. And then Kyle Lowry's really good. So the Heat are good, but they're not good enough to beat teams like the Bucks or the Nets at full strength. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch that first round with the Nets. Like I said, that's like the Eastern Conference Finals right there. Um, well, especially, on- I mean, with Kyrie now back, he dropped 60 the other night. Yeah, he's played unbelievable. In the games that he can play, he's played unbelievable. Yeah. Which- They're probably if they if he could play in every game, they'd be the favorite in the East, in my opinion. I mean, and yeah, I mean, other than uh Toronto, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to play every game in the playoffs as long as they pay the hefty fine, which I'm sure they'll they- it'll be interesting to see if they do that. Uh what do you, th- you think the Wolves can beat the Bucks tomorrow? Yeah, I do. Just because we're so hot right now, we've won nine of ten. We uh, we have a lot of momentum. Playing um, at Target Center hasn't been easy for opposing teams. I will say though, the Bucks they've won eight of ten. That's why it'll be really, such a good matchup because you're watching two really. teams that are combined uh, have won a combined seventeen games in their last twenty. Yeah. The Bucks are scary. I think it's going to be tough for the Wolves to win. But since it's at Target Center, I give them a shot because they are very good on their home court, which hasn't been the case for years. And the, the whole crowd's going to be having thunder sticks tomorrow. Those, those uh, blow-up things. So uh, if you're watching on TV, look out for the thunder sticks. I don't know if Giannis is going to like those at the free throw line. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about or should we hit it? This is a quick episode. Just thought we'd get some NBA talk in because playoffs are coming close and uh, the Wolves are in it. So we, it's fun to talk about. This one thing NFL wise that I thought uh, you might have an interesting take on uh, Baker Mayfield has requested a trade. And uh, just uh, about 10 minutes ago, Deshaun Watson uh, announced that he wants to play for the Browns. And that wasn't a thing before. So I don't know if the Texans want, I don't know if the Texans want Baker Mayfield though. That's interesting because they like Davis Mills as their quarterback. So that should all be interesting to think about. But um, I think that'll do it for today's episode. Well, hold on. What I was, why I was going to ask you was Mm. uh, if the Vikings hadn't signed Kirk yet for this year, would we be pursuing Mayfield right now? No. No. What, do you want to downgrade? (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess the only thing is Baker makes less, but not enough less for it to be worth it. Yeah, Baker is a turnover machine. He's not going to lead you to a Super Bowl. Kirk has a better chance, but we can get into Kirk another day. We talked about Kirk last podcast, so we appreciate everybody listening to today's episode. Uh, Go Wolves! Big game tomorrow against the Bucks at Target Center. Get there if you don't have tickets. Go to TimRules.com for tickets. No free ads on here. Uh, tell a friend, tell a family member. Everybody have an elite weekend and watch some March Madness. Peace out.